Teenagers, the show where we subject Gossip Girl and now Glee again to uh, a level of scrutiny that both shows definitely deserve. I am Matthew Rather. I am here with Ryan Sheely. Ryan, it's, it's Ryan. It's Ryan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we um, uh, we missed a week. Uh, school academic schedules. Uh, mine as a as a lowly student and and uh, Ryan's as an august uh, instructor um, have made it uh, have had made it impossible to record an episode. But we're here. Uh, <laughs> we're we're back. Yeah, we're we're here. We're this is. I mean, you know, we're you're you're getting this at some time during it during the work day. But I'll tell you, the, the we love you so much. We are recording this at eleven thirty p.m. on a, on a Sunday evening. Um, yep. Uh, this Eastern, is these Eastern are, Standard I'm, Time. It's Eastern a, uh, Standard. Yeah, it's it's just cocktail hour out here in LA. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I'm the one that loves you enough to uh, to really to, to really put in the hours. Matt's just doing, you know, you're, well, you, you, do you have a beer cracked open? And uh... you know what? I didn't. I usually drink a beer while we're doing the overthinking it podcast, and I I didn't drink this podcast because I knew that we would be doing this, and I didn't want to be. I, you know, I get tired and kind of loopy uh, after an hour of overthinking it with a uh, with a fine. Costco brew in my hand. <laughs> well, also, you know, this is this is a uh, this is the podcast for the for the teenagers, you know, and, and everyone is teenagers <laughs> don't don't imbibe alcohol. So yeah, no, teenagers don't imbibe alcohol unless they're cool. Well, no, I guess right. The drug of choice is um, is nitrous, right? Um, <laughs> uh, right. If, if if you're to just uh, I guess to go into uh, to, launch, to launch right into it. Okay, so we have sorry, just a brief overview, and then let's launch right in. We have where are uh, where are we in the outline? Show us, please. Where in the syllabus are we? Uh, <laughs> if you turn to the, uh, you'll see on the handout that we are on the third PowerPoint slide uh, <laughs> after the title card and the uh, podcaster introduction card. We are. On the uh, laying out the syllabus for the episode. Um, thanks to everyone who wrote who wrote in at podcast at uh, TFT podcast at overthinkingit.com and calls twenty fat jog zero one call or text two zero three two eight five six four zero one with your comments. We got some really interesting ones, uh, and there's a really interesting comment or two uh, on the show notes of the last episode as well. Uh, and thanks to Cat. Cat wrote in and said. Are you guys doing an episode? Or are you just uh, are you just um, <laughs> skipping it? And I forwarded that message to Ryan, and I was like, "Well, are we doing an episode?" I don't think either of us actually got back to poor cat. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. That's the kind of narcissists that we are. Um, but so we are three episodes now. We have two Gossip Girls and two Glees to cover. We're going to start with Glee because it's the beginning of the season. We wanted. There's a lot of a lot of really interesting, really interesting stuff going on with Glee. I think. But, yeah. But then well, also Gossip. Grow yep. pretty interesting, also uh, with you know with all kinds of things, international politics, and now this strange, um, this strange person. You may be this may be your first time, or I guess it would have been last week. Uh, this may be your first time doing a, a Gossip Girl and Glee season with us if you came on over the summer or if you came on uh, after our appearance on the uh, Gleeful podcast. Great guys over the Gleeful podcast. We should uh, we should do another crossover episode. Definitely, definitely. But, um, 
But uh, we, uh, we, there are two rules in this podcast. One, we must swear as much as humanly possible. And two, uh, we must reveal the endings to as many, um, you know, works of, of entertainment as we, as we possibly can. So there, there are spoilers, blanket spoiler alert for everything. Um, you know, and as, as we like to say, Omar dies. Dude, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Omar dies. Omar dies. You know, it's funny because, like, at this point, I wasn't going to do either of those things. Um, and now I feel, ob- hatch, now I feel the obligated. Was, yeah. The hatch was a swan station. <laughs> well, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Lost. Here's the spoiler for Lost. It's all worthless. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will never. Here's the spoiler for Lost. You'll never have those five years, six years back again. <laughs> Um, the um, you know we were we were recording uh, overthinking it tonight about the social network. Uh, you can go see it's uh, episode one eighteen. Go download. See this is cross promotion. Go download uh, the overthinking it podcast and overthinking it dot com. And we started to kind of reveal things. And and someone it may have been Peter Mark said, um, "Hey, should we like issue a spoiler alert?" And uh, Pete was it was Pete who said, "You know these things are a matter of public record. This you know this is based on court transcripts. Like spoiler, Facebook exists." <laughs> yeah, spoiler, they have 500, there's 500 million members of, uh, of Facebook, right? <laughs> but you know what? You were saying something interesting, which is that on Gossip Girl, Facebook doesn't exist. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I guess on, I mean, on, on Glee as well, really. I mean, um, actually, Glee is kind of in a, no, that's not true. That's not true, actually. Um, on this, just this last episode, um, Kurt references a Facebook group, oh, sure, sure, right. um, for, uh, for lobbying for, uh, the Glee Club to do Britney Spears. But it doesn't play, I mean, social networking, um, and, we and, see, you we know, see the real web, bullying, you know, not cyberbullying. That's right. That's right. And so you, you don't see it playing, and you don't see, like, you know, uh, text messaging uh, playing a huge role. Technology doesn't play a huge role in the world of Glee, um, and in 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 Gossip Girl, um, it's um, it's it's highly mediated through through Gossip Girl through the the titular um, character, right? So that there still is this, you know, what you know. Again, this is not the, you know if I if I wanted to talk about the uh, sociology of the social network, I should have hopped on you know two hours ago or two and a half hours ago when you guys recorded. Yeah, but uh, that I mean, show. everyone has seen it. I mean, I was looking around. That's a four quadrant movie. There were uh, of both yeah. genders. There were both young and old people in the, in yeah. the theater. The the old people there because it's kind of a prestige movie written by Aaron Sorkin and directed by. Di- David Fincher and I you know I think the young people there to uh I don't know to give each other hand jobs you know under their coats <laughs> in the back What you don't I think don't there's know. any you think there were no old person hand jobs going in on in that movie theater um <laughs> God I hope not I think hand jobs should stop at you know I don't know 35 That's right that's like cut off all hands at 35 just just to be, just to be sure That's actually there's a funny line in Hamlet where he says to in the nunnery scene with Ophelia in uh, act um <laughs> no, I forget. But he says, uh, yeah, I forget where it happens in the play. He says to her, um, let there be no more marriages. You know, I feel the same way. Let there be no more hand jobs. Anyway, we should talk about Glee. Yeah, let's 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 talk about Glee. I was I was going somewhere about uh about the lack of Facebook in, in Gossip Girl. Um well just that it's highly um uh, the uh in some in some sense, right, that the um the world, the 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 world of gossip girls is very similar to the world um, of of the Vander. What 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 were the the snooty um, the snooty twins? The, I call them uh, the Abercrombie twins. 
the Abercrombie twins, right? That they their their world that the connect you or Harvard Connect um, is 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 a similar kind of similarly kind of blind to social structure, right? That um, that the well in gossip in Gossip Girl. Um, you have the same revelation of information, uh, decentralized revelation of in- information that you have uh, the Facebook allows, um, but it's it's anonymized um, in some ways because um, you know everyone wants to. There's very much a supply and demand. There's a market for these for hidden information, um, but it also is is you know you don't want to be seen snitching at the same time, right? And so that it's somehow um, you know beneath you to be to be revealing that information so gossip girl makes it possible uh for those exchanges to take place and and that in the in that world facebook doesn't have a role of of like making public this various kinds of uh, hidden information um that that the that uh facebook reveal, allows i don't know yeah exactly i think that's right um Glee. but but Glee, but Glee, well, Glee is also making the uh, the hidden public right, in in by way of uh, by by the way of drug fantasies, extended drug fantasies. Um, well, we probably should we probably should uh, go, rewind back to the beginning because we haven't done season two, episode one yet, and the introduction of Coach Coach Beast. I uh, yes, know, talk about gender as performance, right? Yeah. So, yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I I actually don't know what to what to think of this character. This is a, like Glee is a show that that treads a uh, kind of a fine line um, between affection and mockery um, of its characters, uh, affection for and mockery of its characters. And right, and Coach B seems to be on it. I mean, they 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 seem to want to humanize her. Um, you know, by by kind of making it v- very painfully obvious how she is being ostracized by the whole um, kind of high school community, and how this is like a painful echo of the uh, you know ostracism that she's and and uh, kind of uh, mockery that she's endured as a woman, uh, uh, you know, who doesn't have a what a Victoria's Secret face or figure. Um, you know who is sort of athletic and and stocky and and uh, is a football coach, um, but I, you know at the same time she is kind of a, a caricature and like she you know what I mean and she's done up to look as butch as possible and she kind of stomps around and her, you know I don't know I I don't know if the actress is doing a voice or uh, stuff like that but the you know the combination of makeup and the the coach's uniform and and, and the hair yeah exactly and like you know i i i it's something i i'm not totally um comfortable with i i can't wait to see her uh do a musical number though yeah, I guess. I mean, this is. I guess is this. This is a d- durable character. I mean, it, I, I it, when I at least in the first episode, I didn't really know what to yeah, make. I think it's going to be of, kind of like the the defense against the dark arts teacher, where there's a new one every year. Oh, that's interesting. Well, so who is the who is the dark arts teacher? 
Oh, is it, wait, I don't know. Is that, that's a, is that a Harry Potter, yeah, Potter do you, thing? Do you watch it? Do you read Harry Potter? No, no I do not. I do not. So that was, uh, there's a, there's one teacher that is different in all of the Hogwarts books that, okay, every, that and it's a, it's a kind of in joke that no one manages to hold this job down. Cause it's just notoriously, it sort of burns through teachers and there's a lot of plot around that and blah, blah, blah. I see. I see. Maybe I see. there'll be a new, uh, maybe there'll be a new, um, uh, football coach every year. Right. Well, because I mean, this is a a school that has a as a has a terrible football team, right? An excellent cheerleading squad and a terrible football team. I think that's been. Um, um, I mean, it was interesting to me because on one hand, right, that that um, that that Sue is very used to being the alpha female or just the alpha in general um, in in the school, and you know, because I mean, Jane Lynch uh, herself is is is. Um, you know, extremely butch, right? And so it's. I think that an interesting thing about the introduction of of the uh, of the Miss Beast's character is that it, it really. And you see Jane Lynch play this kind of you know being kind of small and diminutive next to this actress, um, uh, which I think was very interesting and deliberate, right? That um, it 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 sort of recasts the sort of physical dimensions of of power and gender um, as they are. As they're, they're lay, laid out um, in the in the landscape of the of the faculty side of that show. Well, right. It takes. Uh, yeah. Gosh, there's a there's a lot to unpack there. My my, my mind is kind of racing with it. Um, uh, so Jane Lynch, yeah, is sort of mannish. That is to say, she she occupies a um, let's say a stretch along the gender continuum, right? Rather than a uh, rather than a single point. But her her tactics are ones that are in the show gendered female. That is to say, uses of soft power rather than um, throwing slushies herself, like the mm, you know, like the football that's interesting. that are that are specialists. That's a good point. And that's a good the, point. What the show is doing is introducing a woman who is a specialist in violence who actually mm. can kind of outman uh the jane lynch character the sue sylvester is sue sylvester right um and that that you know what i mean that this is kind of complicated complicating you have um uh let's see let's say we have uh let's create a little rubric here right we have um uh, hard to soft power, that is to say, violence mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, to sort of mm-hmm. social power, and we have mm-hmm. male male to female. And on the- uh, yes, a good a, a good two by two matrix that you got cooking up here. Uh- and you can right exactly, and you can you can plot the characters uh, on, and then actually, you know what I mean? You 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 know what you could also do is add a third axis of of kind of assertive to passive. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Where, whereas Will is extremely passive in a lot of ways, and Sue is very assertive. Terry is very assertive. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Rachel. Rachel is very assertive. Finn is strangely very passive. Very a passive. Lot, yeah, a lot of the time. And so this, um, though he's though he is a uh, uh, though he is notionally anyway a specialist in violence, being a. a a football player, or but he's, uh, he's a quarterback, though, right? That, well, that's that a, true. Yeah, strategy. Uh, he's a specialist in, in he's a specialist in the deployment of violence, in having violence deployed on his behalf. Right, but he's he's the he's he's the um, you know right. It's in chess. I, I mean, I, I don't know if there's an analogy an analogy between um, 
chess and football is, I mean, it, this is, uh, I, I realize in asking this question to you, that's like, this is like, we're, we're, we're definitely, the knowledge gradient is, is rolling downhill um, in, in, the, in, in this line of speculation. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm inwardly spe- speculating if the, if football is football like chess. And if so, is the uh, quarterback, the, the king or the queen? Um, because I guess you you protect the king, no, uh, so it's kind of the on, the, on the football on the football team. Kurt is obviously the queen. <laughs> yeah, good good way to, to to just get out of the fact that you like. Well, which one's the quarterback? Is that the one that kicks the ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that I it, now football. That's the one with the 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 shoulder pads and the funny hats, right? <laughs> uh, no, that's the uh, that's Broadway. Um, oh, right. Right. That's that's march that's marching band. Um. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, Ryan, they're called epaulets. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, well this is this is interesting. Anything else? I kind of thought I gotta say I thought the first <laughs> This is interesting by what you mean the opposite of that sentiment. <laughs> In a way, this is interesting. I thought that first episode was lackluster, but I I, I, I agree. I agree. That's why I, I questioned your judgment and even having to talk about it at all. But, the, but no, the uh, coach is an interesting character. But the um uh but the real action was in the Britney episode, no? I think so. I mean I think that um, I mean, I mean, first episodes of, um, I mean, especially a lot of, um, a lot, a lot of, of school based, um, shows first episode is the, you know, kind of a little bit of the, how I spent my summer vacation kind of episode. Um, a lot of it is, of it is cognitive agenda setting on, uh, on a macro scale. You know yeah, what I mean? that's, like, yeah, that's that right. To say, this is the set of problems that we're going to be concerned with over the course of the next season. Right, but that's why that episode didn't necessarily work well. Is that it spent a lot of time setting up like these these uh, these guest stars or these outside figures that then you know I think were pretty much removed from the agenda. Right, the uh, um, the 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 small what Phil, uh, the, the who's who is the guest star? The yeah, woman, the Filipino pop star, Filipina pop star. I should the say. Filipina pop star. Yeah, who is not really on my radar. Yeah, uh, no, and not not really mine either. When are they going to introduce the character? Wasn't there a big YouTube competition to see or MySpace competition to see you know who could um, who could be uh, the next star on Glee? Right, like uh, uh, you know an American Idol style record yourself on a video and we'll we'll put you on the show kind of competition. I think there was. I don't know. I mean, that that might be a like. I, I imagine they'll they'll push that back a little bit. Um, so we the, and we have the uh, blonde football player now. Right, right. Who I actually, for the first couple of times they showed them, I really thought that like, is that Maxi from Skins? <laughs> uh, <laughs> which would be a a, a delightful. Uh, um, a delightful crossover, but it's not. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that the Glee hit its stride again um, on, on with the Britney episode. I mean, I actually think that the Gossip Girl and Glee both um, kind of have re- re- returned to form this past week um, after starting off kind of slowly on both fronts. But, uh, the, uh, but Gossip and Gossip Girl, God bless it, with the return of Georgina and the, oh, thanks, this subplot is over. I'll take the baby now. I mean, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like even faster than I would have predicted. Um, Georgina, it's like, Georgina ex machina. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the good thing about Gossip Girls. Like, if there's something you don't, there's a plot development um, that you don't like on Gossip Girl, just like wait two episodes and you'll never have to hear about it again. <laughs> um, it's it's great. It's it's uh, like they really there's a faster than you the, can faster than you can say secret love child. Yeah, exactly. Faster than you can say I killed a guy. Oops. Um, <laughs> um, Oh, gossip girl. Um, yeah, so so Glee. I think that so you know what do we have? We have we have hot Carl John Stamos. Um, right, exactly. Hot Carl dentist. Um, giving, and, yeah, no, giving giving sort of uh, what elective nitrous to you know to the the kids, right? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a very it's there's a symmetry to the uh, the Sudafed episode, right? Um, with it's you know that that that. Uh, authority figures that are authorized to prescribe medicine um, are easily corrupted, right? Yeah, but and I mean, I think there's a difference be- because it's never quite. He's never taken to task for this the way that that Terry was. So it's you know, uh, like there's there's almost a dichotomy being drawn between uh, performance enhancing drugs which are bad and recreational drugs which are good, or or sort of what shall we say, like kind of soul performance enhancing drugs, right? Like, yeah, because it's because right, these know, are all these are all vision quests basically yeah exactly uh, with, with, and britney spears is the spirit animal uh, <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> she is <laughs> yeah and there and also it's uh what's her name who plays britney on the show heather heather morris i think the actress is name that's correct she's yeah. a fierce dancer i mean i just, that uh, was yeah it was this was definitely um you know um a a breakout episode for for her um also and- other fellow so you think you can dance watchers will notice that mark from so you think you can dance was uh in in some of those uh some of those dances with uh with the britney character but my god you know as a person who sings and dances for a living that woman can dance and yeah it was really great, um, and but I think that actually of the musical numbers, I think for whatever reason, the one that I, I thought was very uh, was extremely interesting was the was the because the, and I, I guess I'm less familiar with the um, the videos for me against the music and. Um, and I'm a slave for you. Sure. But those seem to be, if I remember correctly, more like more stylistic homages, right? Um, and and more kind of general, like you know, interpretations of of themes, you know, variations on on the Britney Spears theme. Whereas the uh, um, Leah Michelle's, you know, Rachel's performance of um, "Hit Me Baby One More Time" was a was nearly a shot shot for shot remake yeah. of of the video, which is interesting. I mean, you know, uh, or am I? Am I wrong, or were the other two videos also I, shot for shot? I, my, my knowledge um, of uh, of Britney Spears songs actually just craters after "Oops, I Did It Again." You know, uh, like I know the first album, and I know "Oops, I Did It Again," but the the rest of it, I I really don't. I don't know, and I don't know the you, videos you, either. You, you liked her demo tape, huh? You, <laughs> you, you like you Britney before she was cool. I like Britney on the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I think we want to edit that one out in post. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and like uh yeah, exactly. And I I drove my panel van by that Orlando studio all the time trying to uh never mind. Um 
Yeah, I, I was, I was kind of left cold by that video. I thought that, like, a, I think that that like Lee by Michelle, the by the by the hit, hit me baby one more time. Yeah, I, I mean the tempo, the tempo was so slow. The dancing was so lackluster. I mean, not to be a total theater queen, which is I, you know what I mean. What I, I, I guess I am vocationally, uh, but I. You know, and it was, and it's just, I, I was a lot less interested in, in uh, Leah Michelle's character. Also, uh, for what it's worth, I don't like um, diet pill version of Leah Michelle. I, I like Zoftig Rachel better than I like, uh, you know, I don't know, right, slim down Rachel. Because this podcast brought to you by underthinkingit.com. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, no, I mean, right, like as a foil, there's got to be something, that she's got to be different from the other girls somehow right i see well i mean so in some ways there's a there's a tension between um i mean this is this is a tension that's coming it's it's kind of the um it's 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 a it's ugly bed ugly betty syndrome right like it's like they both in that you know you you want the the leah michelle to be the star right and then and in the public face of of glee um you know, the Glee kids, I think, are on the cover of uh, of, of People magazine um, this week, right? So as they're, you know, they're in that echelon of the um, celebrity news cycle. And so you, and she's going to be, you know, as she's the notional, you know, is the star of the show, at least notionally, um, you know, you want her to look like a star. Um, but then, you know, that's in, in tension with the role she plays on the show as, you know, the, um, what, uh, as, as Santana says, someone... That looks like one of the the bait girls from To Catch a Predator, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, which 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 uh, which requires or implies a bit of um, what baby fat or something like that, right? They're, they're they're not. I mean, there's all these jokes about you know, and again, this is like you know, there's there's you know, there's there's TV. There's TV fat, and then and then there's something else, yeah, right? And, then, there, and uh, then there's fat, and there's there's TV ugly, and then there's ugly, right? Yeah. So can we talk about sex riots? <laughs> can we please? Can we please, please? Um, I mean, what's and I think this is this gets to the heart of of what was interesting about this episode. Um, for me, uh, and there's a variety of things, right? So that that watching the the Britney Spears sex riot that took place during the uh, the homecoming assembly, I mean, it made me think about Beatlemania um, and about the and, you know, even and the way that Sue talked about Britney Spears. You know, it, it sounded like the kinds of conversations that one would hear about rock and roll, right? That that this libidinous music that that um, sets for, uh, sets loose the uh, the hormones and uh, and and and, um, and 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 you know must be reined in, right? Um, other, otherwise, all bedlam will break loose. Um, that, that, that in fact, the, you know that I suppose the music of Britney Spears and of you know the pop music in, genu- in general subverts the social order, right? Is the is is the general uh, is the general idea, which I thought was very interesting, um, and it was an interesting. I, I guess I, I thought about that in, in connection again to bringing a show that is not the subject of this podcast, but uh, Beatlemania at least poked its head uh, briefly in Mad Men um, sure. last last week. Uh, I haven't seen this week's episode, 
Um, but when uh, Don tells uh, Sally that uh, that he, he's going to be taking her to the Beatles concert at Shea Stadium, you know, and Sally's you know preteen and you know lets out the you know a shriek of the most pure joy, right? Um, yeah, the, I mean, yeah I, exactly I, I, that kind of that kind of shriek of abandon that is associated with the Beatles and and Elvis also, right? Yeah, yeah, and um, and 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 I don't know. I, I sort of see the. I, I kind of drew a line between, you know, that era of 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 you know pre pre fucking teenagers or you know the the, the teenagers who were about to fuck um, up up through uh, up up to the fuckaturas today salutamus. We were about to fuck salute you. Um, and uh, up through up through uh Britney Spears um and I mean well, I guess in some ways that's why why um hit me baby one more time is interesting right that it that it is about right um Spazzle you know that it, <laughs> no that that I mean this is the interesting thing is that when it's it's interesting that that hit me baby one more time Rachel was the also like the libidinous uh sexed up version of Rachel because it is like I mean I know it is like the sexy school girl, school girl look but like of all of like the you know knowing what we know now like like one very rarely associates that as the like sexy salacious Britney Spears right like that's like that seems like the innocent Britney Spears it's actually like, I mean that's, knowing, knowing yeah, what we know now knowing what we know now yeah that's interesting because there's kind of a teleological aspect to this isn't it like we've we've joked that it is the the telos of the girl to go wild but you know mm-hmm. the the telos of of sort of going wild or the i should say the inevitable result of going wild is uh you know uh a divorce from kevin kevin Federline and <laughs> yeah it's shaving you know, your head and like you know, yeah, punching yeah. punching paparazzi right yeah exactly going i mean going really like badly off the deep end in a way that's kind of not funny right it's i mean it's it's actually a lot like jenny humphrey uh in gossip girl right that like that that, sure. that hit me maybe actually, more time no, no doubt probably like... Brittany is, is, is taylor bombs in season season one right yeah exactly it is and she was she was the same thing you know plaid jumpers and the whole the whole thing and now you know now she's uh now taylor momsen is is um a rabid raccoon yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, is on tour with like a heavy metal band and is like, wasn't there a controversy on the internet? Well, she, like, I would I would call that light metal. You know, she's like a she's like a, a tungsten at best. Um, <laughs> this, is, this, is no, this is no palladium um, <laughs> of the heavy metals. Yeah, she's the lightest. Um, right? Wasn't there some sort of controversy with uh, she's like taking her clothes off in a music video or something like that? Oh Jenny, oh Je- I mean, you know, and where's Rufus to to uh, to to rein her in with a a, a with some bad parenting? <laughs> actually, yeah, I mean, that's that's a funny thing. Actually, speaking of the Social Network, which we weren't actually speaking about at all, but which you and I both saw this weekend, um, it struck me how there were no parents in that, uh, you know, in that movie. That's at a good all. point. That's a good point. Uh, there there uh, were some references to parents, and the references to parents had to do with lineage, with aristocratic lineage. That is, that is to say, my father knows this, the president of Harvard or something like. Oh, that. Oh no, and we and we, we see the the the, the rich kids, uh, the, the Abercrombie Bros um, father briefly after the uh, the crew race, but we never see. Um, Ryan, um, it's, called a, it's called a regatta. 
the regatta. <laughs> well, there we go. There we go. Then in college, we know which, which, uh, which, you know, let's say I'm, I'm not six, five, two twenty pounds. And there are not two of me, yeah. um, you know, um, well, I'm, I'm, neither, I'm neither those, those things. We, we were the dweebs sitting around you know, like in, uh, we were, we were closer to the dweebs sitting around in the, uh, in the dorm room. Um, except, uh, you know, we didn't know how to hack, uh, and are not, and are not billion, you know, <laughs> like, dude, like I, I mean, we were in the same college at the same time that this shit was happening. And here we are, you know, uh, talking about Gossip Girl instead of being billionaires. <laughs> um, we did not invent Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't have a, uh, you, you, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't get several hundred, uh, podcast listeners without making a few, few enemies. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're the social not work. <laughs> oh man. Although, you know, it's always the structure of this podcast is like a, a Mark Zuckerberg conversation, right? It's like, it's like so glee. Um, <laughs> and Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. And Aaron Sorkin production. We actually, we talked a little bit on, on OTIP about whether that was, um, whether it's properly understood as a David Fincher movie or an Aaron Sorkin movie and, and the ways in which it's both, you know, mm. um, anyway, uh, download and listen. If you're interested, the social network <laughs> in theaters, in theaters now, uh, glee. Right. Yeah. Britney Spears. Um, yeah. Crazy, uh, Crazy sex up diet pills, Rachel. Uh, I think we had definitely moved on from that. But if you if you want to go back to that, I'm just reaching back. I'm just kind of reaching back into the diaper of this podcast (laughs) and trying to pull out some poo to uh, to to throw at you. That's, that's not what you do with a diaper. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> the uh, the um, uh, the rumor is that Britney Spears like lobbied or her people lobbied or something. Uh, Ryan Murphy to get on um, uh, to get on the show, and there is a sense in which she's not really relevant anymore. In the way that even Madonna is still relevant, and so doing a. Um, uh, it's funny that Sue, Sue doesn't like the overtly sexual music and yet is such a, uh, such a Madonna fan. Though it's, it's Madonna's, I guess, d- deployment of power, right, that, that Sue admires rather than even really anything having to do with her, her music. It's kind of her control over herself. I mean, Madonna is said, isn't she, to, to have some insane uh, workout regimen, which is how she has, uh, uh, you know, in her sixth decade, uh, how she has the kind of level of fitness uh, that she has. Um, that, uh, you know, maybe that's something that, that Sue admires, being a, uh, you know, being an, a middle-aged woman and an athlete herself. Uh, but it's... Um, you know what? I, I'm trying to. I'm trying here. I'm trying to serve up something about about Beatlemania and the um, and the the music. I think that this. I, I ultimately, I think there's not there's not much to it. I think it's it's one of these kind of it's one of these nonce, uh, you know, these kind of ad hoc um, positions that are taken by characters in Glee in order to to create conflict at the micro level. I think I think that's I think that's, that's probably true. Or in fact, you know, because uh, you're trying to also reconcile the inconsistency in 
um, Sue's, you know, love of Madonna and and this taste for uh, for Britney Spears, right? And and again, I, I think it gets back to um, the the world of of inconsistency uh, that yeah, the that, world of that of of, irra- of of irrationality, right? Of um, non consistent, non non transitive. Pr- uh, um, preferences um but but i think that yeah i mean i but but what um i think that the britney and madonna episodes ultimately are are similar um in a lot of ways um i think that i don't know i i but i liked the uh the britney the episode i don't know a little a little better in in a certain sense um I, i i felt like it actually I don't know. I had a I had a better arc as an episode. It was um, sure. in that. Um, I mean, bo- in both of them, you know, both Madonna and and Brittany are, I guess, about. I mean, because they were both had this undercurrent of being about um, empowerment. Um, but I think that um, what that that the Brittany episode was a bit about. Um, I mean, it's about hangups, right? Ultimately, um, this this most recent episode of, of the, the the kinds of things that um, also the Britney music was sort of cont- uh, oh yeah, the kind of things that kind of hold us back, the kind of things that we obsess over unhealthily, uh, yeah, the kinds of um, uh, uh, the kinds of, of mental roadblocks that we put up for ourselves. Yes, uh, yeah, you know. Um, and and it's about I mean it's about kind of the perils of cognitive agenda setting or or what happens when you yeah. find yourself within a, a cognitive agenda that you didn't necessarily set, uh, which is I mean I think honestly in terms of realistic psychology is the 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 situation that most people find themselves in most of the time you know what I mean like we go through life we have these hangups uh, and and we don't know quite how we how we get them we have these thoughts I've been developing ideas a lot of ideas recently that are very dark you know that I've been thinking about that like I think a lot of our thoughts and opinions are not and this is not apropos of anything so i don't know why i'm wasting the time of our listeners with it but um i think a lot of our thoughts and opinions are not necessarily the products uh either of of uh, you know rational deduction or else of will um a, a lot of them just kind of are you know are are uh that have a lot of them have obscure origins you know within our psychologies or within our histories or so or something like that um and we we don't kind of know why we think the things we think uh, a lot of the time. Uh, well, right, and it's mostly because most of them were put there by Leonardo DiCaprio, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> Something that you once remembered but chose to forget. Um, no, well, but. Um. Um, that, that's, that's hit me baby one more time, slowed down very, very, very far. Right? Now let's just know that it's time to like put, uh, push the kick on this podcast. And uh, one more thing, one more thing about Britney Spears in the Britney Spears episode, contra the Madonna episode, Britney Spears is set up, uh, with a foil. That is to say the kind of the pop music is set against easy listening music. Uh, and I mean, there's a kind of youth, uh, adult dichotomy going on. And there's also a kind of, um, uh, uh, contained versus exuberant dichotomy uh, going on, and that that will in kind of um, in crossing over from easy listening to to Britney Spears, I think a point is being made about Will's Will's character. Whereas Madonna, oh, I mean, this is this is the reason Madonna is by far a stronger artist. Like Madonna stands on on her own terms; she doesn't need to be defined uh, against you know another kind of musical practice. 
I mean, are we really to believe that that uh, that Will listens to yacht rock un- unironically? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 what he's he's what supposed to be in his mid thirties, right? Um, it, yeah, it's, sure. Yeah, starting a family. I buy that. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's it's. No, you no know one listens to yacht rock unironically. In who is under what at least forty five, right? Um, I mean, he's not. He's bar- like. Um, I feel like there's a lot of different like things that were popular in the nineties are now adult contemporary, right? Like, sure, Soundgarden um, sound is now adult contemporary. Right, exactly, exactly. Shit and, was very and shit that seemed like world changing when it came out, you know, like uh, Mud right. Honey or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like mud, mud honey. I feel like there's like the the the, the hipsters are, are listening to the grunge again, um, uh-huh. or something like that. Um, I mean, but there's a brief time a few years ago where there was like a big like easy listening, um, and and you know like hollow notes like revival. I think we're still in the tail end of the the yacht rock, uh, the ironic yacht rock revival um, among 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 the hipsters, and I think we're back to the nineties. Right, you, you cycle like you cycle through seventies, eighties, nineties. I feel like uh, in like in, in in cycles of of of, of retroness, um, and so it just it doesn't make sense. Um, what part of Will would be into Christopher Cross? Um, huh. But I, I think you're right. But it's interesting because it's not like um, Britney is is difficult listening. I mean, this is still pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a it's a false dichotomy. Um, sure. It, 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 you know, again, it, it should have been. You know, the the, the dichotomy should be uh, easy listening and then experimental noise collective, right? right? <laughs> you know, uh, Sonic Youth or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. The, that's what I want. I want a Sonic Youth episode of um, <laughs> of, of of Glee. Wouldn't How that, awesome would that be? Wouldn't that be fantastic? <laughs> Let's touch on Gossip Girl briefly before we go. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of Sonic Youth, um, <laughs> right? I mean, Sonic Youth was on Gossip Girl. Um, so, segue. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, yeah, so uh, Baby Daddy drama uh, totally over, We, you know, we think. Um, we don't know the guy in the prison jumpsuit, right? I, I don't believe so. I, I definitely did a little bit of Google searching, um, but I, I think there's there, there's not a lot to go on here. Um, it's there's you know every every episode this season has end with ended with like an odd um, sort of like non sequitur um, reveal about this Juliet character. Right? So we have a new character who is somehow manipulating the attempting to manipulate the character characters towards something but it's 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 unclear what her end game is um it's unclear i mean not to like go, uh, delve this into gossip girl nitpicking zone but maybe this is i was like watching um carelessly but how how could this how can this in, new character of Juliet um, be a somehow affiliated with the the Hamilton Club, um, the the fictional secret yeah, society? That, right, that when she just rolled into town. Yeah, this is terrible. This is terrible on a plot level. Right, right, like, that's right. A, that's a not year to, or so. not not to, not to blinky this or anything, but um, I mean that, that <laughs> you know this. I mean 
doesn't make any sense. Like, um, because yeah, she just that's met a, that's a years long operation of of you know infiltration and subterfuge. You don't just roll up to Columbia and get put in the the secret society. It's, well, also uh, that, you know. and also if Nate is a member of this club, right? So Nate's a member of this club, and uh, yet also just met this character. Um, it's it's a level of inconsistency that that is not that does not work within the um you know the the world of 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 gossip girl I mean, as we were sort of within, yeah within the over within the overriding kind of theme of the show being a show about power and a show that that embraces a and, sta- and status and the the kind of you know keeping the social record um exactly. and, and it's a show with a blatantly aristocratic worldview i mean if the if the aristocracy is that easy to infiltrate it's a pretty shitty aristocracy well exactly i mean and part of i mean part of the whole and we talked about this a little bit um the in the last the last episode that we re-recorded um, is that, in fact, part of why you know it's hard to add permanent members to the cast um, of Gossip Girl, right? And why we have the same characters that have to keep you know going through the combinatorics of, of relationships is that you know this is a aristocracy that you know it's like a um, a body that rejects foreign organs, um, right? That that they that the 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 social body of the Upper East Side can. Very easily detect imposters and and spits them out, um, and and nearly everyone who enters the world gets spit out in various ways. And then there's certain kinds of toxins or parasites that can, you know, subvert these bodies. There's the Georgina Sparks and the Carter Basin um, can kind of swim through this this but blood. Georgina sl- is sort of part of it. I mean, by by dint of her parents' extraordinary wealth or something like that, right? She she went to Constance, didn't she? Yeah, but I think that but she still is not um i mean let's let's think about why is but she's she's kind of i mean georgina is 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 cancer right georgina is a cancer within this um within this society she's a product of it she's produced by it but she's overly overly reactive to a way that it kills the body and and has to be cut out right um and so she's not a so so and and, and as is carter basin right so, so I'll, I'll revise my my prior interpretation and say that these two are 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 cancer cells right they they metastasize and you know that they, they, they are so effective within the body that they they constitute a growth that that um that, that impedes the function of the of the social collectivity Sure. Uh, sure. And that, you know, contrast them against against Blair and Chuck, who seem like organisms ideally adapted mm-hmm. for this environment, but that don't have that um, don't don't have that that kind of sense of too muchness of being overly reactive. Right. Well, right. And also do not, um, you know, attempt to. I mean, I don't know what it is. Is is disrupt the uh, the structure, right? They don't disrupt the structure, like even if they. I mean, which is interesting because it's you know like before the uh, before the um, one of many in the show's history, but but before the statutory rape alicious. Uh, you know, season closer of the last season of Gossip Girl, Chuck says essentially what we've been saying about Chuck all along, which is that he sees that it's all empty. You know what I mean? He sees that mm. it's all a game, but it's a game that he's content to play. You know, uh, right? Kind of seeing out, seeing outside the system, he's he's content to allow the system to stand, uh, whereas others want to kind of burn the house down. 
yeah, that's that's right. So, but we we don't know the um, agenda of this new character. I mean, this new character though does also speak the logic. I mean, I think in the last episode she was speaking the language of of the game as well, right? We, we I mean, in some ways, again, um, we're seeing a, there's there's still kind of nothing new under the sun in the world of uh, in the world of Gossip Girl, right? That we have a you know um, a, a episode with a, an extended kind of game metaphor um and then this episode we have what and yet another fictional secret society um I, you know I, I i don't know um i think that you know uh, my 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 fiance rachel as we were watching this episode said you know i hope this um woman you know sets off a bomb at the <laughs> at, 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 at the at the at the fashion night out party killing like like half of the cast um and and you know irrevo- you know irrevocably just sort of changing and dan dan vanessa and milo none of whom are actually related to each other are are left behind to reform a priest science society <laughs> <laughs> kind of new equitable utopian image well that would be a worse show um <laughs> But uh, no, I think it's. I think it's everyone. Farmers of East Eighty Sixth Street. (laughs) I mean, I think that. I think that. um, I mean, I really wish that that it. it, I I would have preferred what Um, just to watch. You know the the show that was was Chuck Chuck Bass's uh, adventures in 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 India right they, they would have let him uh, not only escape but then the entire focus of the show would have shifted to his new life with right absolutely um, like you get Wes Anderson to make it you know and you go all the Darjeeling <laughs> Limited um, yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah exactly um, yeah I mean there just needs to be a um, a a a, a game changer, right? Um, of not to continue the game metaphor uh, too much. Yes. <laughs> well, though, I mean, so you know, as much as I was um, earlier in this episode, uh, was 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 complaining about what um, what ha- you know how how Lost wound up. One thing that Lost did very well is that every every season of Lost. Um, in the season finale, there was something that basically changed the nature of what the show fundamentally was about. That you learned something so new that, like, you know, that um, oh, there's you know, there's a hatch, there's a hatch that that you know that in, you know, sign is a is a station run by a weird uh, scientific uh, program, or you know, oh, they move the island through space and time um, at the end of season four, and and then you know, season five is is ultimately a show about time travel, right? Um, that you know, Gossip Girl, there's really not game changers in terms of like the people or their fundamental relationship to one another or 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 what it can be and and i think even though this you know this last episode um was 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 classic gossip girl in a lot of ways it was still you know we're we're still running the changes right and you know that all right we got we have about two more good episodes on this um uh on this juliet character um and you know we'll figure out what it was um i think it's gonna have something to do right i, I think we're getting the uh the serena i killed a guy plot line is coming back to us because that came up right that um you know, Juliet throws this in Serena's face, mentions the sex tape um, with the guy that she kind of killed. And so I feel like the guy in the jumpsuit is somehow related to the 
to the guy that that uh, Serena yeah, blames blame Serena for her death has been I don't know bankrolling or you know masterminding a uh, a revenge uh, yeah, scheme a revenge, a revenge scheme wank 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 sure exactly um, right yeah it gets all very Thomas Kidd's the Spanish tragedy you know what I mean where it's totally it, it, it <laughs> where it becomes. Um, <laughs> A lot, you know, circa 15, 1580s or 1590s. It becomes a lot of unmotivated killing just for the sake of having something to write about. Um, yes, I don't know. Are we are we down on Gossip Girl? I mean, what's your what's your reading on Gossip Girl? Um, I, you know, I honestly like. Um, there seems to be very little fucking going on among these fucking teenagers, you know, and too much of it is too much of it is exceedingly wholesome, you know, is Chuck and I'm a, I'm a changed man. Um, hey, how did Chuck uh, let the the uh, French? Uh, oh, God, what's her name? The French blonde girl, whatever. Cle- Cle- Clemence de Posey. Um, yeah, exactly. Right. Is that, that's her name, right? Isn't yeah. the actress? And, and she's a model, I think, in real life. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, right. How how did he tell her about her past? We, did we cut away just before he narrated everything, or was there yeah. some kind of there was there some kind of like videotape or uh, you know I don't know ledger that he had prepared with every misdeed uh, in in his life? Yeah, it's uh yeah, uh, what, I mean, I, I, frankly, <laughs> that would have been a more interesting catalog than a lot of what happened in the you know in the show. Well, right, a, a kind of a, a Rashomon like retelling of like the the um, the the sorrows like, of of young Chuck um, yeah, of young yeah, Chuck of young Chuck Bass, or even um, do you remember the end of uh, the very end of the Shield, the last couple episodes when Vic? Uh, I guess it's the very last episode when Vic sits down with the ice agent and narrates every bad thing that they had done. Uh, you know every criminal thing that they had done in uh, in the course of the in the Shield. Like uh, so I've, that would. Be I've cool. actually I've actually not watched the Shield yet. Um, but oh, he gets caught in the end. Spoiler alert! God damn it! <laughs> hoisted hoisted on my own petard. It's very. <laughs> it's very um, but it's I, I honestly like that's not the interesting bit. The manner in which right. it happens is right. is right. is actually and the and the Shield, which is frankly one of the best shows ever on television right like uh it's um uh it pulls it off in su- in such a complete and satisfying way that that it really is the manner it's the texture of of how it happens and and relaying the plot can't uh can't do it justice anyway omar does. there's a there's something interesting. I mean, um, I don't. I don't know if there's really anything to this, but um, I was recently rewatching bits of, or I was I was at a cafe, uh, one of the cafes I like to to frequent here in, in Boston. Um, often shows has has two flat plat metal TVs where they show um, movies, they have movies on like on silent while you know that's just part of the ambiance. And they were playing um, Citizen Kane, and as I was watching Citizen Kane, and you know watching Charles Foster Kane, there's some kind of interesting relationship um between charles charles bass and charles foster kane um and and you know both in the way especially that they're that they're kind of styling um ed westwick these days especially kind of peasant 
peasant Chuck um, in his, you know, pegged short sleeve uh, shirts yeah, and, and sure, little sure, yeah. suspenders and, and, and the haircut. Kind of first half of the 20th century has that kind of 1930s. Yeah, it has that and has that kind of, you know, maybe he's like gained a little weight or something as he was nur- nursed back to health. Um, you know, kind of looks has has the young uh, Orson Welles look to him. Um, and I, I don't know, there's just, I, I mean, the, the connection between, um, you know, the, 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 you know, it just made me think a little bit about citizen Chuck. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I just still think, you know, even though you were, you, you were a little unhappy with redeemed Chuck, um, you know, it's still the most interesting thing going on in gossip girl right now. Um, sure. like bar none. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like uh, like uh, Dan and Vanessa are settling into a life of domestic bliss, right? Jenny's nowhere to be seen. Jenny's on tour with her band, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, Blair and Blair and Serena are on an, uh, on again, off again. You know, competitive, non-competitive uh, sisters in a secret society together. Everyone's going to the same school again. Uh, right. Right. You know. Well, no, but Dan and Vanessa are—they're both NYU going to NYU. Um, so now we have now. I mean, now we have another version of Brooklyn versus the Upper East Side. Uh, in you know, but now they have no reason to interact with one another, right? That like I feel like they—I mean, I've, I really well, should, and, they, should just, and they should just turn Gossip Girl into like three different shows, and we can choose which one we want to watch. Yeah. Um, which Rufus, is the one? Uh, yeah, Rufus and Lily's marriage is is right now the linchpin. Right? Holding the whole damn thing yeah. together. Yeah, that's a good point. And that, is a, and that is a sorry state of affairs, my friend. That is a sorry state of affairs. It is. It is. So I don't know. So there's – yeah, so I think you're right. That there's these kind of like centrifugal forces that are kind of um, – I mean I, I do really hope for something to like you know, actually blow the world of Gossip Girl apart. Um, and of course that won't happen. The opposite will happen. They'll come crashing back together. Um, but you, 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 you feel them about to kind of spin off into different directions, right? Chuck, you know, um, you know, into a, a, you know, the, the, the empire, the empire hotel kind of, you know, lifts off like a rocket ship, um, from, from Lincoln, from Lincoln center, um, into, in, in, and just orbits the earth. Um, and, and then, you know, Brooklyn detaches and, and then the, you know, the, the cremaster field emerges and, and, uh, in the upper west side or, you know, and the upper east side in Columbia, um, merge to a, to a separate world. And it's just like, we create new, you know, Pangea breaks apart into different different into different continents um and then we never have to hear from dan and vanessa again i don't know that you know that that's where we and it seems that that this juliet character again is trying to you know in, encourage this and in doing that will obviously do do the opposite um sure and, but we can only hope that when there is a reset, there will be some kind of new character. You know, not a new character, but a, oh, a, new, a new, new ethos. Of a new, a new, a new ethos. Right? We'll have reached a new synthesis. Well, that's that's the, that's the news from uh, Glee and Gossip Girl. Sorry, we wish it were better news, <laughs> but you know, uh, that's where we are uh, overthinking these shows. So, uh, you want to add your two cents? TFT podcast at overthinking at. Yeah, I never, th- I never thought I'd be missing skins, huh? <laughs> Well, skins skin solves this problem by doing a hard reset every two years, right? Yeah, yeah, and and, and it's it's attractive, you know. Um, there's, I see, um, we're seeing the benefits of that, right? Yeah, 
Um, yeah, TFT Podcast, overthinkingit.com. <laughs> Call or text 203-285-6401. That's 20FATJOG01. And uh, follow us on the Twitters at TFT Podcast. We should make a Facebook page, actually, speaking of the social network, because uh, you know none of the fucking teenagers are on the Twitters, because the Twitters is, is sort of dumb uh, you know, in the final analysis. But the Facebooks is very cool. Um. Yeah, I guess uh, is that, is that is that where we're at? There's not something that's like cooler than both of them. Uh, the waffles, the waffles. <laughs> so what we we leak we 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 make high quality flax of this uh, of this podcast and put them up on the waffles. Um. Yeah. <laughs> right. Lossless. Lossless encoding. Actually, that would not that would not be the worst. Uh... Uh, that would not be the worst thing in the world. Anyway, I'm trying to wrap so that Ryan can go to bed because it's half past midnight on the East Coast. As, no, the longer we go, the more lucid I get. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Well, go to bed. And I know your dreams won't be as interesting as the nitrous-induced dreams of Britney Spears. But I know one thing will be in your mind first and foremost, and that's these fucking teenagers.